I don't like it. <laughs> you keep hitting the record button. <laughs> because you'll Why notice. is this one of the most awkward wearing? starts to a, like a cold open? Yeah, because, I don't know, usually I can just slide in and hit record and no one notices. I, I got caught the on the time. first time. And Jonah's been watching like a hawk. And so now it's anytime true. I hit record, it just gets quiet. Why are you wearing a gold chain? Because I'm the champion, Marie. Uh, this uh, is the waste of time chain from... Uh, I won last season, so gold chain, got the hourglass medallion with diamond shavings in it. This wasn't cheap. Did Luke not wear jewelry, like, as a child? <laughs> what? He usually stayed pretty iced out. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that. I used to stay exclusively shorts, t-shirts, and chacos. A lot of the mm. time, uh, socks and chacos, but ankle socks, so it wasn't even... I was really cool. <laughs> Who was the most fashionable growing up? I mean, I probably mean, Marie. As a but female, not with a lot I of, feel like <laughs> not a lot of competition. Jonah had cool socks. Wow, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of the, I was a sock guy in elementary school. <laughs> you Did you have a sock guy at your school? <laughs> no, <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> we had sock game Wednesday for a while at uh, FHS, and it was me. It was mainly me, Carter Franklin, and. Uh, Jack Norris. So what you're saying is you, Carter, and Jack wore weird socks on Wednesdays, and nobody else. I don't think that makes okay. it sock day. Okay, so <laughs> you said like at FHS, like everybody was <laughs> No, and we, Dre Greenlaw had them on, and <laughs> CJ. We tried to make it a thing. <laughs> Some people would occasionally do it. Uh, I think Cody Smith would do it sometimes. Um, nice, nice. Did you have Spirit Week at your at FHS? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like where you dress up as whatever the theme is each day? Yeah, we yeah, did that actually, did. but I feel like we only did it like maybe my senior year. You actually might not have done it. Did anyone go super? We do it every year, so it was like homecoming the week before homecoming. Each day is a different theme, and you dress up as whatever that theme is each day. I don't remember. Ran into I didn't some get like trouble super hard with it. Like the student section would do the themes, and then mm. they got a little questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I had Yikes. to bring it up to the principal as a class officer, but they just said, no. <laughs> Wait, you brought it up? I did. Well, it was it was pretty bad. <laughs> what, That's fair. What was the theme? Do you remember? It, there were two incidents where it got Nomeo a little and weird. Juliet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know why it was a problem. That's, that is t- that's toeing the line without crossing it. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah, I wish it was. Yeah, that's. That's a great Nomeo and Juliet is it's my so dream theme, but <laughs> the theme was blackout. Yeah, oh, that could be tough. That, I mean, it's interesting. If, if some lines it's are getting crossed there, then it's really. Probably, I mean, it's not super cool or anything. It's but probably better than a neon out though, right? I, mean, I don't think you understand. I understand I the problem, but like nobody was going to cross. How do you even cross that line? Oh, they did it in Tropic Thunder. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah probably that blackface like, would like be so the. Close. Okay, Everything I don't think anybody do was doing point. that. They were basically like, again, like it was more embarrassing for them than it was offensive. To, yeah. But just like do rags and hair picks and the clothing and. Just oh, I see. Oof. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> that's, that's not. <laughs> that's no Nomeo and Juliet. Maybe I wasn't at school at this time because I did not remember that. You no. you headed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jonah used yeah. to have like an afro. You that wouldn't even be cultural hair, appropriation at that, point. at that yeah. point. Jonah, yeah. now you keep it nice and yeah. You know, 
High and tight. High and tight. But it used to be full on <laughs> when you bet, m- met Mark Sibilia. Yeah. yeah. For that concert. That, that was actually pretty cool. That was pretty cool. All right. I think I'm going to go ahead and hit the uh, the intro button. I used to have a fro. <laughs> It's a good time to waste your time with the three blind squirrels. It ain't no crime. Got call with Luke, call friends of mine. They're gonna waste your time. Cole, at what point in your life did you almost have a fro? It's coming up. <laughs> Mel's approved? Uh, no. Oh. She doesn't need to, though. Yeah, I'll be like, ah, my barber canceled again. <laughs> bah. Bah. <laughs> when. Okay, so I told this story. Sure. Uh, Do you want to intro first? Yeah, well, okay, I'll intro first. Thought you're going like cold open round cold, two. Cold right? open round two. Now it's the hot now open. Cold open. Now it's again. the hot open. <laughs> Luke Rapert here. Nah, nah. Welcome into the Waste of Time podcast. Luke Rapert on the mic. We got Cole Walker. Hey, yo. William McCombs has moved to Dallas like right, a coward. Hey, Rest in peace. And our guest host today, we have my little bro, Jonah Rapert. Making his second podcast appearance. Round two. And he has a really expensive notepad in front of him. <laughs> he does. It's kind of a flex. So we'll super, post a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even link affiliate link for me. Sponsor. <laughs> and we have a first time guest appearance for my little sister. Hello. Coming down here from New York. The Big Apple to the small pond here in Fayetteville. ZZ Tops, <laughs> Marie Raper. How are you doing, Zagita? I'm good. (laughs) She did not study. (laughs) No, I did not. (laughs) So, before we get into our guest introduction here, what I was going to say, because you brought up your barber, keep canceling on you. Sure. When we met, so Cole and I rushed bucks together, and we're in a group text, and Cole... That's what they do. (laughs) (laughs) Hee-haw. And so, Cole was, like, texted in the... Pledge class, pledge class group me and is like, hey, who, where do y'all get your haircut around here? Does anybody know a good place? And I jokingly was like, oh yeah, I got one for you. My dad cuts my hair or whatever. And it was, haha, it was hilarious. And Cole like actually followed up, messaged me individually. He's like, hey man, uh, I was like, I don't 100% super- do that. Yeah, <laughs> let me know when he's available. <laughs> that, that sounds, that sounds fun. Let's do it. And I was like, okay, like this guy seems interesting. It and fell through. We never. It never fell through. Uh, I, was, I actually had like three friends come and get their hair cut by Pop. Really? Yeah. I think he does Ryan a good job. Home. That's awesome. I think a couple other. Cooper Cash. These names mean nothing, but. <laughs> yeah, but wow. shout out if you're Unless listening. Unless you're them. Yeah. <laughs> Marie, why don't you give the guests a little bit of introduction about yourself? Tell them what you're about. All right. Um. So. As Luke said, I'm currently living in New York. I actually leave tomorrow at noon to fly back. Um, I'm studying English and psychology up there. Um, yeah, Where at? Sarah Lawrence College. Hmm. It's like a small liberal arts school. Um, that was me asking for the audience's <laughs> clarification. I knew where she went to school. Okay. Ne- ne- you were telling me earlier, you're like, I don't know a lot about NYU, it. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. That was... Is it Griffin's? Close. What are you trying to guess? The mascot? The black yes. squirrels. Oh and the, the Wait, no, you're right. It mascot. is the Griffins. Yeah, I forgot. It should be the black squirrels because they have a ton of them up there. And they're kind of aggressive. That's like the unofficial mascot. Yeah, we consider it What the is unofficial. the unofficial mascot for Arkansas? I mean, um, also like the hog razorback thing. Kiko Hadar? 
Yeah, kick your head on. We have Pinto. Godric the Griffin. <laughs> I'm not Pinto. <laughs> Absolute caricature. Wait, caric- character? Word of the day. How do you Car- say it? Caricature? What are you trying to say? Caricature. Caricature? Like the drawing? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, like okay. outlandish feature caricature? Yes. That's his like avatar on Twitter. It looks pretty sweet, actually. Yeah, it is pretty, pretty baller. But, yeah. Cool. Sweet. What we have on deck for today's episode, intro... Sick. Nailed, we nailed it. it. Ooh, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. We got some questions. Then we're going to a little debate and switch. Yep, we got a little bit debate segment. And then we're doing a Harry Potter Battle Royale, which is great that we have Jonah and Marie on here. We made sure to exclude Chase on this because mm-hmm. he really wouldn't know what he's talking about. Um, Bunch of bad opinions, huh? Yeah, no, he has no, no clue. More he's, never movie guy. he's never even read the books. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we have on deck. Time to get into some questions. I got a question! First question we have today is a listener-submitted question. They didn't leave a name on this question, and I think I can understand why. Um, <laughs> oh, no. They just asked, do dogs have belly buttons? And if so, where are they? No. Wow. Quick on the no. <laughs> no. No, I agree no because they come out in like four or five of them. They'd all get tangled up, right? The yeah, there's no cord? Yeah, there's no yeah. cord. But there has to be... How the, do they no, get there's The little babies are getting nutrients somehow. But don't... Dogs. They eat each other. <laughs> there's supposed to be ten in a litter, but there's like six. <laughs> I mean, actually, I don't know, though. I, I feel like if they had them... Then, like, when they get all messy and they, like, strangle each What's other. What's it called where well, you... Is that um, when they're, like, clinging to the mom right after they're born because they get nutrients from the mom and they don't have an umbilical cord, whereas you can separate a human baby from the mother and be fine after you cut it? That was a lot for me to unpack. I don't, th- I don't think any of that made sense. <laughs> I would so. say this makes me feel, like, just disgusting thinking about, yeah, like, like, when you, like, put pressure on your belly button, that feeling... Oh, yeah, feeling we were talking about that the other night. Wait, just makes what? you want to die. I hate... When you put pressure like, on your it's, belly button? It's almost like it getting tickled. Yes. Like, you can't do it to yourself. <laughs> no, no, but I think certain people don't feel that. Like, I How feel it. I know what you're talking about. I don't know why that was don't. so funny. <laughs> it's horrible. It feels like you're being, someone's reaching into your organs. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm confused. I'm so glad this is an visual phone. <laughs> I'll be honest. I don't feel, it didn't feel bad at all. It was yeah. like nothing. Okay, just moving on. I got nothing. I don't, yeah, I don't feel anything. I was going to ask for button. the puppy thing. What's the word for you, like, can soak things through your skin to get nutrients? Oh. That's a thing, right? If I know if you want to soak knowledge through your brain. <laughs> it's you called can, learning. She's about to explain the, learning the, the, pup, no, the puppies are learning inside. It's called <laughs> osmosis. That's what I was oh, thinking of. But I don't know if that applies to nutrients. I was going to say osteoosmosis, but that doesn't make any sense. Osmosis. Osteoporosis. I'm confused what y'all are laughing at. Cole just made do a face. Do dogs have umbilical cords? Oh, do we not know the answer? Oh, I no, we don't know. No. I just said it, no because it feels wrong. Yeah. Oh, they have a fluid-filled sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, that's what it says. So, like, when they're getting formed, they basically have... <laughs> they basically grow a sack, like a pouch, 
that holds the nutrients. So instead of is it the embryonic it fed into fluid it? Oh, is it. outside of like it's in a sac instead of within the womb, like with humans. That's where we get nutrients when we're inside of. Yeah, this isn't fifth grade science class. I, I studied marketing. All right. I, I study writing, creative writing. Maybe that's why I'm given all these answers. In the case of dogs, each puppy is born in a fluid-filled sac. However, it is still connected to its mother's placenta via an umbilical cord. Once the puppy is out of the uterus, the mother dog will immediately bite and break off each of her offspring's umbilical cords. Whoa. Whoa. So they do have one. Hardcore. In one to three that's days, the wild. stump of the umbilical cord dries Don't up call and it a falls stump. off. <laughs> that's what it said. That wasn't on. me. Soon leaving a scar. So no belly button, but Well, if a it scar. leaves a scar, isn't that basically hey, what that's our what belly buttons are? A scar? It's disgusting. All right. Let's just move <laughs> yeah, on. Like, can you think about it? Let's move on. It's, it's kind of gross. Thing. Yeah. Maybe you guys are like Audis or something. Are you guys, do you guys happen to be, I mean, we're delivered by the same person, so I doubt it. Wait, no, does I that mean, matter? Maybe, I mean, they're the ones that cut maybe. it. Well, also like. Well, your mom That's an interesting it. thought. Do they no, have a sick? Like, we well, you can cut it with no, just a pair of knives. No, we're not dogs. Our mom didn't. <laughs> no, the same well, doctor delivered us. If you're us. not in a hospital, oh, you just take a knife to it. I'm sure that's what mine did. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I'm Anyways. an innie. Uh, we'll Thanks say, for asking. I'm curious if like that's a thing. A doctor cuts it in the same place. Like a signature. All their patients, <laughs> they have a signature belly button. He's like, if you'll notice, the the skin goes in like a corkscrew. Oh it's that clockwise. is so disgusting. All right. We're, okay, we're moving on. Thank you, uh, dude. You imagine can... asking people if they have a clockwise or counterclockwise innie. <laughs> That is ugh. okay. Um, we'll move on. <laughs> Wait, a, do- you can, you a doctor put a bottle sees someone cabin. walking down the down the street. <laughs> they see someone walking down the street and like, oh hey, uh, do you mind if I check your belly button? They check it. Oh, I know him. I know the guy. That delivered me. <laughs> Anyways, I like how you said we're moving on like four yeah. times. Yeah, I know. So I was just gonna say, if you want to submit sick questions just like that. Uh, you can go to our Instagram and click on the link in our bio, and there's a uh, place to submit questions. Thank you, anonymous listener, for submitting that uh, that gold one. We also have uh, another listener submitted question, oh. but not anonymous this time. Mm. This one is from our mother, Molly Rapert Mops. She asks, if you're on a first date with someone and you ask them what their favorite show is, what is a show that they could say that would be an immediate deal breaker for you. Like Duck a red Dynasty. flag. Red- <laughs> Duck Dynasty. Yes. yes. That's right. That's it? That's oh, well, I'm sure there's more. She, I've, I talked to her about this, so I had my answer. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Let's have Why two. Duck Dynasty? Let's have one that's a popular show, but you're personally like, eh, whatever. Like, I'd, that's a deal breaker for me, if that exists. So one that a lot of people like, and then two, just what would be very bizarre for them to have as a favorite show. Because I agree, there's there a lot of really bizarre like, ones where it's like, if that's your favorite, I'm out. Oh, if it's their favorite, yeah. yeah. Like, for me, like South Park, if that's somebody's favorite show. Yeah, that's like, weird. Like, that's bad. Like, there's other, like, if you're going to go that route, go, like, family, like, just something way better than, like, I just think South Park's <laughs> not funny at all. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I guess there could be that element of it's a red flag, if that's your favorite show and you hate it, and it's like, sense of humor doesn't line up or something or you just think little of them like they don't have a i don't know better answer than that yeah cole would yours be friends yeah that's my answer i like that 
I, I like that, that answer. answer. Yeah. Thank you. I feel like it shows a lack of individuality. <laughs> Dude, so Ray's many people just judging people. Well, so many people just f- got butt hurt. I went to the Friends <laughs> pop up in New York, so like I still watched it. I'm just saying. It's I don't love favorite. Friends or anything. I just feel like calling somebody basic for liking a show. Like maybe just like it because it's wholesome. And you can just throw it on in the background. You can like it, just not your favorite of all. Okay, time. I think a lot of people's favorite show is like The Office, and like that's like not super deep or anything either. True. I also don't like it when people's favorite. You have to be so different and weird for me to like you. No, you don't have to be different and <laughs> weird. Is, just it is. You just per- have to be quirky. All right, whatever. <laughs> so I would say friends for the popular one. That's a deal breaker for me. This one might also be popular, but Dexter. <gasps> what? Why? No, no, no. I, like, I, I like Dexter, the- <laughs> but if that's your number one, like I think Dexter's a good show, but if it's your number one <gasps> favorite show, I don't know. There's something wrong. It's tough. It's tough to think. That's Your favorite okay. show is someone... I've never seen it. I'm going to attempt to describe it yeah, from what ahead. I know. Is that basically... It's basically a serial killer that like kills other serial killers? Like, yeah. His so goal his, is to eliminate... His dad was killers. a cop and found out basically early on that he had this propensity to kill. And like he was like a psychotic kid. And so the cop was like, well, at least we'll weaponize him, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and so he taught him like... Hey, here's who you can kill if you need to kill. And that's basically the whole premise. But I There's do like, like a, his code. Like he he has several like he will not kill someone if they if he doesn't have DNA evidence that proves that they are in fact guilty of the how crime do you feel that about they would have. Because I, I feel like you're Here's against my it. Thing. No, no, no. <laughs> but you like this guy's code. I'm against the death penalty, but I'm saying if, if it's Dexter, it's fine. No, I'm saying Oh no! Okay, well, oh no! Well, also, just, just have you uh, seen the new show? Here. I I have not. I'm watching it's the on new my first list, so that I can then okay. get to that okay. eventually. Can I throw something out there? How dumb is these? A lot of these superhero codes, like the Batman's code of not killing people, if it's like like the Joker, yeah, refusing to kill Very the Joker dumb. when you know by just re- not killing this guy, <laughs> he's gonna kill. There's a weird gay of Batman arc. They're in love. Well, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Robin wishes it was him. <laughs> yes. <true. laughs> Wait. So, is at this point, is Robin like? Is that like a known thing that he's gay, or is that like just assumed? I think it's just speculative. Yeah. Although Superman in the comics was officially outed as bi. Wow. <laughs> really? Well, he is an alien. He is an so, alien. Oh, so, so he's already bi. Well, is cross? Hmm. Cross species. Cross species is that bi? Well, just because that he's feels an weird. alien. Well, that's what you're saying. I guess. Yeah. Because then, if he likes it, bestiality for Superman. That was not good. Bestiality for somebody else. Rut row raggy. (laughs) 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 We've got ourselves in quite a pickle. (laughs) Let's back out of. I'm not sure. Sexuality. I still think think Batman should have just killed the Joker. Obviously, it makes for a much less epic movie. I think it makes it even better if they loved each other. Like the because then they're star crossed lovers. Lego Batman was awesome. That movie, did y'all see it? All I've mm-hmm. seen is the YouTube Lego Batman. So. <laughs> YouTube. Oh yeah, I remember That's so that. <laughs> that movie's so good though. The scene where he's microwaving lobster. One of the, <laughs> okay. One of the best scenes. I forget how did we get here. Oh, the TV show, a favorite TV show. Yeah, and I made up the pick one or the other because there are just crazy ones that you'd be like that. Why? Why? Mm-hmm. I agree with the South Park. If you're going to like that genre of shows, there are better shows than South Park. 
I'm trying to think if there's something that would be just immediate deal. Like if they came in here, oh, my favorite show of all time is Caillou. Like, I mean, I'm leaving yeah. that date right then. It's what dope. if it's? I'm trying to think of like Riverdale. Oh, please tell me more. Yeah, Riverdale. Like thirteen reasons one. why. Like, oh my oh, gosh, yeah, that's that that's your favorite show that's ever. Rough. That's a yeah. That's the correct answer. <laughs> this is a cry for help. <laughs> oh, I really like. Uh, imagine it's like really quick into the first date. Like, oh, like, do you? What type of shows do you like? Thirteen reasons why. Just doesn't say anything else. <laughs> My personality is 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> what I, episode are we on? <laughs> I have a friend that was like going on a date in the city. Which and reason? They, they met someone and apparently on their way to the subway, there was like a rat or like a mouse and they like stopped and looked at it and were like, wow, look at it. Cause he was like struggling. And then they stomped on it with their shoe. <laughs> oh my God. And this is their first date. And they said immediately after that, they were like, so I gotta go. Holy so smokes. like you and like come back with me. No, you just <laughs> Just absolute murder. <laughs> have y'all, have y'all seen the new um, trend where people are commenting like, "This is my thirteenth reason." Yeah. yeah, that I feel like that's like very dark, very dark, very borderline, like crossing a line. I but. think it's fine if you're <laughs> suicidal. True, like you can say it if you like, are but suicidal. None of them are saying it like, in a serious way. <laughs> this well, is the darkest like we've ever. It's done. like Jackson Mahomes has a video, and it's like somebody comments that. Yeah, um, it's like, oh, his dancing is my 13th reason yeah. or whatever. Maybe it is their reason. <laughs> well, so the fantasy, our like, punishment in fantasy was last place by his first place at Jersey. And so cool. basically what we're hoping is the person that lost, the person who won's like a fake Chiefs fan, so we're trying to find like a Jackson Mahomes jersey to get him. Oh, that's so good. Because <laughs> he just asked for a Mahomes jersey and didn't specify. So <laughs> You always have to specify. Marie, I have a question for you. Because mm-hmm. you are off to... A hot start to this area. <laughs> what are some? What are? Have you encountered some crazy people up in New York? Just being around. What's some of the craziest things you've seen happen? Up the there? rat stomper guy. The that rat- was actually her. She was on a date. With- <laughs> yeah, it was me. You know. <laughs> um, I think one thing that happens often that's generally just very. It never stops being jarring, and Jonah can attest to this because he just visited recently. But like the city is like a public toilet. So like you, I I remember I was racing to get on the subway and I didn't think I'd make it. And the subway car was totally empty. And I was like, wow, I have all this space. It's going to be great. There was like human feces everywhere. Oh my And I was like, oh, now I know why it's empty. And I backed out and like we, the subway just was stopped for quite a while. The police like were investigating it for some reason. I guess it was a biohazard, but sometimes the subway just catches on fire too. (laughs) Whoa. I know the same guy like, that went on the date and stepped on the rest. <laughs> I know there's like great things about New York. I can't get myself like to even want to go, kind of. Because what of I that. told Marie is like, because I just went up there for like what four or five days, yeah. four days, and like I loved visiting. And I think there's a lot of people's takeaway, but like there's not a chance in hell that I would ever live there. Post school, post early jobs. I would want to move to <clears throat> upstate New York or just outside the city because that mm-hmm. is like the perfect yeah. thing because it's <clears throat> so beautiful in the fall, especially. And people are a little less crazy. It's cleaner. Yeah. And then I you can go like in the city when you when want. When I got back mm-hmm. from New York, I had to take like a two or three hour shower just to get everything off of me. Oh, yeah. My like concept of dirt changed <laughs> moving like now here. Like I would gladly like, grind, like if though. I ate a worm here, I wouldn't feel that bad <laughs> now. 
<laughs> but like in New York, as opposed like, to the worms you eat <laughs> in New York. <laughs> no, it's just you should see it. Absolutely, it's filthy. a biohazard. <laughs> like the kinds of things that you could versus pick like up. that yeah. eating a salad in New York is the equivalent <laughs> of eating a worm here. The food was fantastic. I'll the say food that. is amazing. It's, yeah, Mel and I are trying to figure out where to go for a one year, and uh, we're kind of thinking about the Northeast. You mentioned Maine. Yeah, right? we did. I Pine think that'll be Bluff. awesome. <laughs> Pine Bluff is way up there. I think uh, Charlotte, Seattle, and like somewhere northeast, maybe Boston. Do you play disc golf? No, uh, we already talked about this earlier. You look so excited. Well, it's like the capital of disc golf Which capital one? of the world is Emporia, Kansas, and then Charlotte. Oh. That's where Kevin Jones just moved, Arkansas. You could also, you could also visit uh, Jonathan Dellery out in Charlotte. Oh, you yeah, could, that would be one reason. You and Mel could stay with him. That would be your 13th reason. <laughs> Delaria, I love you, but Mel and I staying <laughs> with you sounds like a nightmare. But if you know things to do in Charlotte, let me know. You just cannot come along. <laughs> yeah. All right. On a similar vein of the, I guess, opposite vein of the TV show Deal Breaker one, mm. we're going to give the listeners a little help here. Ooh. I want each of you guys to think up a book recommendation, okay, a movie recommendation, and a TV show recommendation to get the listeners going because i know we love wasting time it's kind of what we do here but some people want to do other things to waste their time or even valuable uses of their time and we're about to give a couple options out here so wow anybody have some recommendations to start us out was i supposed to be prepared for this no okay (laughs) you know i can go check out imdb what you feel like you should get us going here okay (laughs) since clearly you've thought of it Oh, okay. Well, then I'll go ahead and <laughs> then start. He is up. not. Not really. Um, but I'll go ahead and start with my top TV show recommendation because I'm watching it right now, and it's become my favorite show of all time. The League. Oh, <laughs> also The League. Yes, The League is yeah. awesome. But that's for that's for quite a select group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Re- I wouldn't recommend that as a general a wide applies sweeping. to everyone. Yeah, twenty four unbelievable show jack bauer just taking some names out there it's the first i'm on season seven the first six seasons are all so like close to flawless mm-hmm. and it's so funny to me jack bauer he's stopping these terrorists from doing all these different things it's 24 episodes in a season each one represents one hour of real time crazy stuff happens almost every single episode ends on a cliffhanger and it's like if Jack is Jack Bauer is wrong about one of his instincts, like he's fired, he's done for, he's going to jail for life or something like because he just does yeah. some crazy stuff. But man, the plot, the acting, unbelievable. Twenty four is my TV show recommendation. I'm oh. trying to not just pick my favorites. Like yeah. I'm trying to find stuff that I've that maybe other people haven't like seen. Yeah, or, that I've seen recently or whatever. So I'll. For my TV show recommendation, I haven't seen this in a while, but it was, it's been one of my all-time favorites, is Barry on HBO. Oh, yeah. I've mm-hmm. seen the first episode it's, or two. That was enough. <laughs> no, I think the first two, but I watched it with someone and we, yeah. Yeah. But it's a really good show. Um, I don't know what to, else to yeah. say about it. Don't it's great. Do you know what TV show was a banging for four or five Animal episodes? Animal Hospital? Animal, yeah, animal practice. Animal practice, yeah, that, that was amazing. That show was awesome. It was like and it got canceled after like a season. <laughs> yeah, so it clearly wasn't that awesome. It 
it's better than a lot of shows that are still out there. It was one of those app like uh, Apple used to do like back when you had to buy all your music and had to actually purchase it each like song individually, and then you could also buy like TV show and TV show episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Once a week, they'd have like a new song of the week or episode of, like show of the week that they you could download for free. And I used to keep up with it. And Animal Practice is one that me and Jonah found through that, I believe. And downloaded an episode, and it was awesome. And then we started watching. There's yeah. like four or five episodes before you know it hit the it tank. Ended. Nice. <laughs> well, to, it was a great four or five episodes. To try to push Barry a little more, because I know I just said the title and then didn't say anything else. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bill Hader is the main actor. The whole premise oh, is that he's great. a hitman, but he doesn't want to be a hitman anymore. He wants to be an actor, and so, but he's kind of awkward, and so it's watching him try to stop killing people and try to start acting and it's hilarious yeah it's very funny i really enjoyed like i don't know i feel like there's a level like he seems kind of depressed but it's yeah. like endearing yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's really really good um i i won't go to my other ones yet i guess we'll knock I, out tv for me, shows like i'm just doing one that i'm watching right now but mm-hmm. i will also say like since I started watching it, I've been recommending it to everybody and it's kind of like a hot one like if i could be oh, recommending yellowstone right say. now and but so I just started watching Succession, oh. and I've been grinding it out. It is awesome. It's, it's so good. It's just one of those shows where it's like it's pretty dark and it's really just sad. It's also like kind of realistic. I would say I guess I don't know necessarily, but it's also hilarious. Like some of the stuff it's that so happens. Funny. Like Greg the Egg is probably the funniest <laughs> character I've ever seen in any show of all time. It's so good. And Tom and their like relationship. I don't know. I just. Greg I would highly, the egg. Yeah, his name's he's like the cousin of this family and this whole family's like I like him a lot. Grows up basically in this business and they're all just a whole bunch of like screw ups, honestly. But then Greg the egg comes in and he's just like I don't know how to put it. Well yeah, move on, but random. you need to watch it. It's <laughs> yeah, actually it's really good. funny. There are some scenes that are like I think because I really enjoyed it, but there was a scene that I watched that kind of freaked me out. So I, I would give a little warning there. But it makes you pretty sad a lot of the times. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's HBO, right? mm-hmm. HBO, yeah. It's it's very HBO. If you think yeah. of HBO, it is HBO. Um, so for the TV shows, I'm sorry, I'm doing two because I was t- I was tied. But um, the boys, it's the so boys good. is so. G- I feel like do I watch every show? <laughs> <laughs> the boys was so good. I love, and there's a new season coming out soon. But yeah. um, um, what's his name? Quaid. What's the first name? Dennis Quaid's son. That guy. He's super... I love him in it. Um, Basically, if you don't like Marvel, but you like the idea of superheroes, I think you'd like it because it's like a very dark, gritty version of superheroes. Yeah, if you like gory, realistic. Okay, something that really bugs me in superhero movies is it is so random what actually hurts superheroes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, you'll see Spider-Man get just tossed around, get beat like where you think oh there's no way he's li-, and he'll come out not he's a scratch fine. yeah and then just like randomly he'll get into a fight and come out of it like he's on the death's edge yeah it's yeah. so random when superheroes get hurt well and the boys like, like one of them had like a heart issue at one point yeah, in the show he, yeah it was like a well he was also doing too many drugs i think wasn't the issue. <laughs> and that's also it as well but yeah, like man. like the superheroes are douchebags yeah. <laughs> like, and i like how it's like also the political um, ramifications of having superheroes and like in the, the private sector. I guess you've never yeah. seen Batman. Well, <laughs> all right, I just mean they no, do I'm make kidding. it. It's very like 
pessimistic well, but realistic. Amazon Batman, Prime. Do you have a permit yes. for this cave? <laughs> <laughs> it's Amazon Prime, by the way. Yeah. Nice. Um, the and then also Killing Eve is my other one. Um, it's Ooh, if Cole you've seen, it, seen it, dang it. Lee Bag is also by Phoebe Waller Bridge, and it's she does really good shows. She did the new James Bond movie as well. This is the person mm. that she you writes, expected me to know, and you're like, yeah, she's friends with Childish Gambino, and I was like, how is that going to help me know? <laughs> I didn't expect like, you to know. Childish Gambino's friends. <laughs> she's super cool. Also, I killed Eve. Donald Glover on Fortnite one time. Just uh, throwing that out. Sure, <laughs> I did. It was Donald Glover, and you know they get their own names, and he's a gamer. Such a good point. <laughs> and it was an easy melt, so you know it was <laughs> well, killing Eve. He's so rubbish. Oh my Absolutely God. boxed. <laughs> boxed up like a fish. So killing Eve. Yeah, um basically MI six set in the UK. Um went back in time to Adam and Eve. No, Sorry, but it is influenced by that. Oh, um, as is everything. Yeah. <laughs> Drops Mike. Bars. Yeah. No, Big yeah, time. it's basically like this woman is investigating these like killers and there's a girl who's a hit woman and basically she becomes obsessed with her and like the people because she has a very like specific signature and they're trying to hunt her down. Is it a, is it a belly, belly button? button? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> very specific cut there. <laughs> no, but it's good. I'd recommend it. Very nice. Great. Cool. Um, <laughs> <Koga's> not watching. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> It's like moving on to the movies or whatever. Okay, Books. yeah. Movie recommendation. I'm going to go with Whiplash. Mm, that's I a good think one. that. Oh man, it is so intense. J.K. Simmons in it. I was like sweating watching it. Oh, it yeah. has you on the edge. He is a psychopath in it, but it's also it feels like it. it to an extent, like inspires greatness, like in a sense of right. You want it's pushing this guy to be the world's best drummer. And that shows the internal motivation that this guy has mm. beyond anything reasonable. And man, I, it's one of those I wish I saw when I was younger before giving up so easily on things. I really thought that you before were going to go with giving a drummer. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, I didn't. I really thought you were going to go with coherence. Oh, that's a good one. What was that? That's like that's my favorite movie Parker. to like yeah, recommend Parker. to people. Cause it's just like, I don't know. Nobody's, Nobody's ever seen, seen it. it. You're right. And it's really good. $50,000 budget coherence was filmed all at the director's house. Parker Stamps, shout out. He's the one that showed that to me. Cole he'll, and Will. he'll like to hear how far it's gone through oh, your yeah. family. Yeah, no. I love it. Okay, so. Uh, wait, okay, you've, you've seen Jonah, I showed Jonah it Jonah had Marie. me watch it one night. You fell asleep and I watched it by myself and I was like, yeah, whoa. It's crazy. Well, the very, the second time I watched it with a buddy, I was at their house and they were moving to another place. And Jake Young was gone. He was going to look at the new property, and there's, like, no lights out there, I guess. And Jake got back, and we're, like, there's, like, 20 minutes of the movie, and Jake goes, I've never been in a place that dark, like, ever. Like, I've never seen anything that dark. And he'd been gone for, like, 30 minutes. I looked over at Ryan, and I was like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't this like this guy it. to begin with. Now what are you going to do two of them? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Dude, that movie was so trippy. And it's, yeah, cool, super small budget. All filmed at the director's house. They don't even have lines for the actors. They just have these plot points that they tell them to hit, and it's mostly mm-hmm. oh, improv for a lot of it. Yeah, That's crazy, super cool. So coherence cool. is another great. If you one. like Buffy yeah. the Vampire Slayer and you like Xander, <laughs> he's in it. Anyways, oh, I'm I didn't kidding. know there was anyone of any sort of yeah. He's recognizable. cool. I like him. That actually wasn't my. I'll do mine brief because I feel like we're kind of going yeah. on here, but uh, that's what we do. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I watched this like 
three or three months ago, maybe, maybe four months ago. And I'm like really into horror movies. And this one is like more considered a thriller, I guess, but Donnie Darko. Uh, mm. And that is just one of my, like, I watched it. And from the second I finished watching it, I was like, that movie is awesome. Everything about it was really good. It's actually like super young Seth Rogen is essentially like an extra. And it, it's not a comedy at Wait, all. It has Seth Rogen? Yeah, he's just in the movie. As like, Donkey In the Kong. background. I'll, anything. I'll take anything. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's also Marie's favorite person, Jake Gyllenhaal. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Team Jake, Team stand up. Oh. I uh, almost was going to recommend a movie he's in. Don't do it. Marie will. <laughs> but I'll, I'll hold. But we don't need any further into that. But if you like horror movies, I would highly recommend Donnie Darko or even just like thrillers, psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the exact category that... Uh, we're talking about the other day in our group text is Will and Andrew love some psychological thrillers. So nice. Cole, Marie, do you have yours? Yeah, I have two, but I'll be really quick. Uh, the first one, Wind River on Netflix with Jeremy Renner. Um, it's like a, it's also kind of thriller murder mystery ends very unexpectedly. Um, I've never seen Jeremy Renner play a role that wasn't a Marvel character. That wasn't Hawkeye, basically. And he does really well. It's also Elizabeth Olsen. Um, so two Marvel superstars that do really well in this role. Um, very intense. Uh, probably trigger warning toward the end. It's very, very dark at the very end. But uh, that one and then Invincible just came to my mind. Just one of my hey, favorite oh movies. No, if we're going to do movies, that if I was on a first date and they said that was her favorite movie. Wait, really? Red flag. Invincible is just not very good. Dude. Oh, I think it's a great movie. Maybe it's because I'm thinking about it now. And Did I you like watching your like, lip? Like, a lot of people do really like it. So I'm not saying that you're like, no. Like, okay. You're but just I just stupid. hate it personally. <laughs> Why do you like, hate it? It's just not that, like, I don't know how to put it other than, like, it's just, it's just like, not there's that good. nothing that good about it. Like, it just feels kind of like Marvel to me, where it's just, like, if there was, like, a Disney Channel movie. I know it is a Disney movie, right? I have no idea. I think idea. it is a Disney it movie. Is. But, like, I'm not even saying Disney movie. I'm saying a Mark Disney Mark Wahlberg football Channel. movie, right? I just want to make sure we're on the yeah. same. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping yeah. maybe he'd be like, no, a different one. Oh, that one? That one's great. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It, it's not, I actually rewatched it recently, and it was better than I remembered, but mm-hmm. I'm still just not a fan. I'll let you keep going, though. <laughs> I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, don't bring up any other movies after that. I don't know. It's one of, um, I think it's a, in my memory, it's a grungier football movie and not so like happy-go-lucky as a lot of them, which I like. I like the whole walk-on Who's thing. Who's the girl in the movie? I have no idea. I don't know her name. But it doesn't feel as, I don't know, starstruck. I, I can't think of the word, but... It feels a little more hard-edged than some of the football movies around that time. Throw in one scene of people playing football in the rain, and all of a sudden it's gritty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, damn. He gets kicked out of a bar. That's pretty gritty. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's probably a pretty decent movie. He takes his pads off to run a faster 40 and then has more bruises. <laughs> it's so gritty. What, what last question. Do you go Rudy or Invincible? Invincible. I hate Rudy. Okay. Let's go. I mean, he's the better football player for sure. Not Rudy. Mark Wahlberg's character. Rudy's terrible. Mark Wahlberg's probably a better football player than the real Rudy. (laughs) Very likely. The 4 a.m. club. (laughs) He was offsides. Z girl. Um, So my movie is called About Time. Um, That's a great movie. Wow, I'm surprised. I've never met somebody that's seen it. It's incredible. Yeah. It's so good. Shout out Sam Peterson. He's the one that was really insisting on me watch it. He's huge. 
Wait, is he a Canada guy? Yeah. Oh, he's in my... Did we talk about this? I don't We're know. in the same cabin. We're pretty good friends. He's come to our house before. Yeah. There's a connection. Well, Did he go to <laughs> Apparently. No. <laughs> I don't know. He goes to Arkansas. Okay. Different, different Sam Peterson. Yeah. Oh. My only question, um, <laughs> do you think it has very good rewatchability? I couldn't watch it a second time. I really enjoyed the first time, and I just couldn't. I tried to rewatch it with like a different person, and I didn't make it through. But personally, I can rewatch it on my own. I think just because every time, like, I feel like if you're in a different, like, season or, like, period of your life, Mm -hmm. you relate to different aspects of it. That's true. But uh, it has such a good message, too. It's a great, I mean, it's a great romantic movie, but it's also just an incredible father-son movie. Mm -hmm. And, And like, life and regrets and, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Book recommendations. I have. This is going to be wild. Uh, this is about to get really wild for me. I have first break all the rules. Uh, what the world's greatest uh, managers do differently. So this is one. Shout out to Rich Lawrence. This is like the one. I'm not big into like the business books or self, you know, betterment books. Like I usually would enjoy if I'm going to read. It's going to be some fiction, something yeah. more like this is one. I had to read for Rich Lawrence's class, and it's one of the few times I've actually read a book for a class. Because Rich Lawrence is that convincing and impactful and awesome. And it's like his ride or die book. And it changes so much of your mindset. It has great insight into, uh, you know, managing people, the importance of hiring, uh, what to look for in people and the ways to get the best out of your people. Mm. Looking for traits. It's such a cool, cool read. So if you're one, if you're in a business role, if you've joined the corporate world and Sold Your Soul. I think that's actually a really, really good book. It's one of my all-time favorites. If you're an nice. absolute corporate drone, <laughs> yes, put on your bucket. I guess but I won't no. read it then. It's like, but it's one of it's one of the first things I've read that genuinely is thinking so differently than from what the standard is taught. Mm-hmm. And it's I don't know. It actually provides insight, which I think a lot of the books are more, or a lot of teachings that you get are kind of bringing the obvious to the forefront mm-hmm. or the common sense to the forefront this goes so against common sense a lot mm-hmm. of it some good advice i got recently it's actually from andy and he was basically saying like i just asked him like do you have any business books that like, you think i should read so then like i could be up to speed on some things like just give me a couple of recommendations and he said like he actually only reads fiction but he uses it to like learn more about business because he's like then you learn about the way people actually think like writers think in a certain way and they're obviously people and so he's just saying like i don't know that was really interesting to me he's saying like using like fiction books as metaphors to learn more about business and he like recommended a whole bunch of cool stuff but i would say i don't want to give a lame business book but i haven't read a lot of books recently i can but, go next yeah go ahead um yeah i figured this was gonna be more, yeah. more breeze time to shine so this is one of my all-time favorite books it's called the things they carried by tim o'brien it's basically so it's written as vignettes so it's like snapshots that take place not in a chronological order, um, and it's set in the Vietnam War. The author was, he's a veteran, and basically what I love about it is that he, like, writes in such a way, he, he like, says there's a difference between, like, reality, like, truth, and then happening truth. So basically he talks about his war experiences as, like, um, I don't know, the way he describes what happened is not, like, it doesn't really make sense and that it's it 
couldn't have happened that way, but it's what it felt like for him in the moment. Um, and I don't know, I just absolutely love the way he writes and it's really like relatable and interesting. I like war stories a lot. So if Mm. you like those, he like, there's one snapshot where he talks about how he was considering like being a draft dodger and he ended up going to war and he's like never got over it in the sense that like he considers himself a coward because if he had stuck to his values, he wouldn't have fought but he ended up fighting because he was scared of what his family and friends and people in his town would think of him if he chose not to fight. I don't know. It's just a really, really good book. Highly recommend, and it's short, too. Nice. Well, that nonfiction? Yeah, well, well, it's fiction. It's based on real events in the war, but it's all yeah, yeah. not real. It couldn't have happened that way. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And what was the title again? The Things They Carried. Like He covers like the physical weight of like their backpacks and the boots and the kind of things people kept with them to get them through it, but also the, um, the emotional things that they carried as well. Oh, mm. Very nice. All right. Cole, Jonah, book recommendations. Um, I So for those of you that know me, I listen to Audible a ton. I, I think I did 12 books last year. Um, I'm only shooting for five this year because I've now gotten into fantasy novels which are like 60 plus hours on audible each book. Um, so I'm now, if you are, okay. If you like Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, Star Trek, but really just want to get engulfed in a new world that has no Harry Potter, Harry Potter, (laughs) but it has no, it's not close to reality at all. Like it's a different world, different planet, different, whatever. Um, I'm on book four of the way of Kings. Um, it's just super. It's just super nerd fantasy, and so if you want to listen to like What's multiple weeks, called? The Way of Kings. Oh, okay. The fourth one is Rhythm of War, uh, by Brandon Sanderson. So it explores a bunch of like there's war stuff in it. There's politics. There's love. It's yeah, it's really good. And then the other one, if you want a quicker read, but you want to maybe like dip your toe into fiction, uh, there's a really cool thriller by Stephen King called The Institute. Um, they kidnap kids with special abilities and then you follow this girl's journey through that experience. But it's very much very fiction, very thriller, but it's probably the lightest thriller that Stephen King has because his other ones I've tried and they are, they're a lot. Yeah. (laughs) His drug era when he was on drugs, writing books are crazy. There's a drug era of Stephen King and a non drug era. They're vastly different. <laughs> was as, misery which as era one was misery? Ex- I don't know. I know that. Um, oh, I had the other book here. I don't remember. It's gone. The stand. The stand was during his drug era, and it is. Yep. Checks out. <laughs> Checks out. Very well, nice. I think I'm going to stick with the boring business book, but it's a good balance, though. Yeah. At this point, yeah. Called Delivering Happiness, and it's by the person who founded Zappos, and uh, it is super, super interesting. And it's like it's like for me, like out of business books that I've read, is like the most like it's the easiest read, I guess, because <clears throat> it kind of just goes like through his childhood. It's just like the story of his life and like all the stuff he did to get Zappos to where it was, <clears throat> and he's just kind of like pretty sporadic. But then honestly it's kind of a little deeper because like he talks about depression in it and stuff. And then that came out like, I think 10 years ago. 
and then two years ago he killed himself. Oof. And wow. so and like look, like and I read the book after knowing that he killed himself. And so like reading can it you and pick knowing up? that. Like you can tell that like he's looking like he like openly states that he's like basically says that he's depressed because like he's looking like he looks for it in friends. He looks like for happiness in friends yeah. and partying and then he looks for it in business. And like I guess at the end he kinda like concludes that like he's found some sort of happiness, but you can kinda tell it's like, yeah, but this is just another one of those highs. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting, just like maybe even more so because I knew that and it's kind of like maybe a good lesson. Not really sure what to pull from it exactly, but yeah. Wow. That was it was a good book though. Ooh. Good recos. Yep. There are the waste of time. That movie, was way too helpful. TV show. <laughs> and but that was very helpful. It's time to get into a little bit less helpfulness as we settle some debates. This is kind of like the only drop that doesn't really have a strong conclusion yeah. to it. I just like, I just really like the song. But <laughs> okay, can I request to get last in this one? Yeah, I'm not really sure how it works, honestly. But for some reason, when you sent like the info for it, I thought like we were all gonna be responding to a general prompt. But now I realize that it's I have like a good one. we're gonna like bring stuff to the table here. Right. Yeah, or I think it's good. Do you want to start us off with? Sure, a, yeah. So basically, what we're doing here is uh, we have each kind of pr- brought some controversial or debatable topics or something that uh, we're just going to discuss. And, you know, hopefully it turns out that some of us are on one side of the table on it. Some of us are on the other. But, yeah, we're going to try to settle some debates here. So, Marie, what do you got for us? Well, I should probably ask beforehand, have all of us seen the new Spider-Man? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. Cool. Okay. Yeah. And our listeners have all seen it, too. Uh, Well, I'm not going to spoil anything. Okay. I know people say that and then do, but I promise I won't. Um, but How are you going to have a controversial take that can be debated? <laughs> well, this is as long as you've seen the ones prior to the okay. new one. Um, so I feel very, very, very strongly about this. And I get upset when people say otherwise. But I think that Tobey Maguire is the superior Spider-Man. Okay. Wow. Well, I- no, I, I know, know. I don't I actually know. get upset. You can disagree. <laughs> I know. I know. What the, oh, if you got upset, that's the best time to disagree. Yeah. I know some people that are very, very, very pro Tobey Maguire, Ty Langston. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, dude, he gets Tom a shout Holland, out every podcast. every time. Tom Holland for me is is it? He's the I number one. I love him so much for by a long shot. Um, he's just I don't know. He's just so fun pretty dorky or like you know he's he fits the like you know the friendly kid. neighborhood awkward kid. When I'm confused. Do you believe that toby mcguire you really like down right. with uh tom holland no i love tom holland to death but i <laughs> so think how much do you love because <laughs> you know, immediately luke's are going i think tom holland and you're like yeah no i totally agree. <laughs> as spider-man i am very attached to toby mcguire but as a human being i think tom like Holland's actor adorable. wise it, well, as a as human a, being, I think Tom right. Holland's human being wise, wonderful. <laughs> Him and Zendaya make me so happy in real life. I know. Have you seen the lip sync battle? That yep. yes, yes. She, when that happened, I watched it. What's up? She what? <laughs> okay. 
I was gonna like jokingly like say that she died and like try to get some shock factors there, but then I was like, what if somebody actually hears this and we, we don't get to the them. end? Or what if she dies before this gets released? And oh my gosh, that happened. Well, okay, we gotta stop. Wait, wait that. So basically, I was talking to somebody and I was like, yeah, like. My dog Betty died White's and then... Gra- Betty White's granddaughter goes to school with me and she's like the sweetest person ever. Like, I guess it runs in the family. And I Yikes. said that the night. Yeah. And then the next morning I saw the news and I was like, oh no. <laughs> so sad. Yeah. Um, on ride. that note, Baker Mayfield. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> just say people's oh. names. Oh. They hope <laughs> they die. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Dude, you're a Bengals fan. That would be horrible yeah, for you. Yeah, I should say they need to hold on to him as long as they can. <laughs> yeah. Back to your point, Marie, I guess. Well, sometimes if you bring someone's name up, then they'll just get extended for a whole lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Oh, man. But, no, Tom gonna... Holland's my number one. For Tom me, McGuire's this... more gritty, though. <laughs> Does he play football in the ranks? <laughs> <laughs> the question has to be asked. Um. For some reason, for me, especially after watching this, one thing about me, and it was kind of going to be my point, but I don't want to argue it, is I hate Marvel movies, like almost all of them. But I will say that that new Spider-Man was awesome, and I really liked it. And for me, like the nostalgia of all of them coming back, thinking back on the old Spider-Mans, I kind of thought more so on like who the villains were. I guess because that's almost like the way that was portrayed in this one just as much as like who the Spider-Mans were. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, for instance, like the Green Goblin... Like that's like love yeah, like that's just awesome. Like that was so fun for him to be back. So this is providing no commentary to the actual. I will say I like Tobey Maguire because of that. Yeah. Tobey Maguire's villains are so much better than any of the yeah, other. Yeah, they're sick. Like, well, I mean, worth, worth noting that. Uh, I mean, what are we, we kind of spoil. I mean, Tom Holland really didn't have a villain of his own in this one. Yeah, for some reason, I thought it was implied that like everybody knew that the Spider Mans were. That, that's something that like. I've known people, that's what I thought when people said, oh, I haven't had anything spoiled. I didn't know if they meant like anything outside of that or anything in general. Yeah. It's hard to not know that all Spider-Man. Well, like I hate, Sp- like, I hated Marvel and I don't watch all the Spider-Mans. Like I've that. seen them in a long time. <laughs> really, every time I knew like that was, like, that wasn't like a spoiler to me when they came back. I mean, that could be a, I mean, debate topic on its own of the, yeah, that you could, hate Marvel. Marvel I don't want to get into it though. I'm not big on it either for the most I just, part. I already explained why I don't like it I earlier. I get so. why people don't because, like, if you're actually, like, looking at it as films, like, somewhat, you know, like, film like as a like art film, by film like, then I get it. But personally, like, I feel like what I love about Marvel and superheroes is just that, like, anybody that was not cool or is just a nerd or a geek, like, they're so, such great representatives representations of, like, And they do the hero's journey and it just gets me every time. <laughs> I mean, just... When they play football sure in the don't. rain. <laughs> um, I think Tom Holland's the best. I think Tobey Maguire is like, I don't know. Like his movies are so, so cool. But just by like Tom Holland hits the character the best. I think because he, he looks like a kid. Looks like a kid. He, like he His like, the way they wrote for him, he acts the most like Spider-Man does in the comics. But. Tobey Maguire is a little too like grown up. Yeah, but Tobey Maguire, especially now, he dancing. looks like he's 
Yeah. A little busted now. No, he's Man, no, he's I was not. really he's hoping. Have you all seen the Into the Multiverse? The, yes. Mm-hmm. The cartoon one? Or the Spider-Verse. <laughs> I just wanted... And it was, thank Miles you. Morales. The Spider-verse. No, I wanted... Um, Peter Porker. <laughs> Peter Porker. Peter Porker. <laughs> to yeah, show up in the I movie. I feel like John Mulaney needed to... He needs it. He needs a read. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it helped him very much. <laughs> he needs but, some direction. Yeah, yeah he does. <laughs> yeah, no, but there... I mean, there were... Okay. We're getting in. I was about to get into some potential. I don't know if it's spoilers or not. There's such a it's such a weird line to cross in that movie, so I'll just leave it be for now. Toby Maguire's dancing scene is what makes is him that what you thought me. was going to be spoiled? Oh no no no! His dancing the, you know his what? Uh, what? Do you, wait wait wait! Wait, you can't argue Toby Maguire's the best. Oh oh oh! In, uh, oh I thought you were saying in his individual. In, I thought you were saying in the, the new one. I was no, like, no, there no. was no dancing in his in individual one. one. Okay, I'm sorry. That makes more sense. It's banging. I mean, that's as cool as he gets. I know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> there's it took like, me a minute. That, okay, there's that clip of Tobey Maguire dancing in the streets, and there's a high school musical clip of them banging pots and pans to a song that's like some YouTube videos of like uh, what the realistic audio is in those situations. <laughs> and it's the funniest time ever. That's oh, good. yeah. But I'm I'm Tom Holland all the way. Fair enough. Are we all okay? <laughs> not much of a debate. Was I supposed to get angry? <laughs> Can we all agree that Garfield is bottoms? And that's not even against him, but he's a great I, cat. <laughs> I like Zing that I'm not the hates only Mondays, one loves that. lasagna. Um, <laughs> Don't we all? Okay, I'll go ahead and hit, hit my oh, one of my topics here uh, because we've been talking kind of movies, TV shows. We've been uh-huh. talking a lot of that. I want captions on everything I watch. Oh. I love mm. closed captions. It doesn't seem to be getting good. I just found here. out that you can like change the captions on Hulu to be like the like you know like the OG Office ones that are like block mm-hmm. letters and white. Mm-hmm. You can do that on Hulu now because their captions, other than like if they use the default captions, they are terrible. Yeah, like some captions suck. I, I like agree. I like them. You but. have to. I like a smaller, smaller font size too on captions. Cole, you look very pained by this. Tape. I hate it. I, I, hate I love unless captions. I'm watching a movie in a different language. I never want to see captions. Maybe it's because I'm. Too, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe I'm too <laughs> distracted. I cannot watch the movie when there's captions because you're reading the. You're I'm looking reading, at the words. I'm reading a oh, book. Well, you can't. You can't. I can't at the same time. Well, no, not while I'm reading. Yeah, right, and, and take <laughs> maybe after from I'm that reading. I'm saying, grow up, man. In Captions between reading, no. get used to it now, and you're going to appreciate it when you're older. <sighs> I no. appreciate when your hearing starts disagree. to go. The accessibility of it. I get why yeah. it makes sense for. You're the a real warrior the for the default. downtrodden Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was his main point. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to bait us into <laughs> Y'all making fun are of a deaf people. community. Yeah. <laughs> no, I am all about closed captions. I just oh, I thought, yeah. I thought you I'm all about supporting the deaf community. No, I thought you were going to go the other way. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm all about hating on the deaf community. <laughs> I'm learning They're sign not listening language, to this. So I'm doing my part. <laughs> yeah, you're doing your part. Um, my, okay, so I have a split take. I, I will never have them on, and my household won't have them on, but... Okay. Mel, he's putting his foot down. <laughs> Luckily, she's never thought the other way. <laughs> what did you say? That was so good. He said, at least she has one. My wife has one leg. At least she has one to put down. Um, I love you so much, Mel. No, she, she loves those jokes. Um, well... I'm a little more understanding about it when it's like a comedy, like a, like a show, like shows that are like in the background or whatever. You turn the volume down, you're doing other stuff. It's like you want to be able to read what's going on or whatever. 
But if it seems like it's very counterintuitive. No, I that that's the only scenario I'm okay with it. Because if you're sitting down to like actually watch and pay attention to something, it's like I want I want to experience it like the way the film was intended to be experienced or the show. Well, they if they made captions. it with closed captions available. Then Those aren't defaulted. <laughs> they aren't defaulted. Here's what I'm saying. I think once you get used to them, you really don't really notice them for the most part. But I hate the moments of I can't really understand what's being said. Like mm-hmm. sometimes it's hard to decipher what's, you know, what's being said, whether they're talking quietly or it sounds a little garbled or something. I don't, it's more stressful to me to be trying to decipher those moments than it is the sacrifice of the full experience of captions being on. I will say I'm for closed captions generally, I would say. I'm not like super opinionated, like I'm really good either way. The I will say closed captions that are ahead of the action. Oh, mm-hmm. that's absolutely no really oh, movies, that's and that does happen. That's the like, worst. Yeah, that's an it's like especially but that Christmas vacation, those the captions on that, I more, feel like I got more out of the humor of that movie yeah. from reading the like the dialogue that like, you can't hear. Yeah, somebody like was in the background that said like a super quiet joke I and pay it was, my bills. Yeah, it was a funny joke, but like you couldn't hear it necessarily. So in that sense, that's when I like them. Mm-hmm. But then again, like if you're in a movie, like, if I was in a movie theater, I would never have. Okay, I will also on. agree. Movie theater, you go to. I'm paying money to go to a movie theater for the experience and the sound quality. Normally, in a movie, you won't have as many of those right garbled moments. It's right. Be anything most. watching at home. Mm-hmm. If it's a TV show or a movie, I want closed captions on. There, I think there's. I'm, I can't remember the name of the movie, but there was a movie. I think it was just like British actors, and they were just so British. That there were points where I was like, I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> so I had to like restart the movie yeah. and turn on captions. Oh, Harry Potter. Yeah, it was Harry <laughs> Potter. And I was like, the goblet of what? <laughs> no, I mean, there understand, is a scene understands where it's hard. goblet. Goblet of what? <laughs> when, fa, when Dumbledore fa. asked Harry, Harry if he put his name in. Harry, get away from the goblet of fire! He sounded like uh. bad eye. <laughs> I don't know what that was. <laughs> Professor Moody. <laughs> I'm starting to think he has not, never bad. read or seen the movie. If it in prevent Moody, look, I will say, Ramus. This could be, <laughs> this could be a debate. I think you have the absolute worst British accent of all time. Blimes! <laughs> what do you mean, bro? I can't believe you just you, you made like his worse than mine. You just like, don't love say like, yeah. you don't like, use a British accent. You just start throwing in words. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> not me. Not me. <laughs> not Hermione. You. You. <laughs> you. Um, okay. One other note on closed captions. I've been watching a lot of the league lately, and I have captions on. And it's so funny because most of the captions are right. But for whatever reason, anytime they mention a pl- an NFL player, it's a show involving a lot of fantasy football. Anytime they mention an NFL player, the closed caption just ha- has some random player. Like, it's they're talking about... Uh, I sent this in our group text the other day, but they mentioned uh, backup Buffalo running back C.J. Spiller. And then on the closed captions, it says backup Oakland running back. Uh, someone else. So Yeah, They're, someone just random. Taiwan Jones is the second pick in the draft in the first season. Yeah, he is. Which is insane. And then in an episode I watched today, they were hanging out with Felix <laughs> you Jones. Know. Yeah. And Jonah, what's your, oh, wait, Cole, what's your take? I will say on YouTube, 
which I know is way different than movies or shows, but creators can make their own captions. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes having captions on is like on purpose for humor. I'm an Mm -hmm. SRT God. Because they'll change everything. Not not, not any six minute SRTs. Yeah, same. Um, Yeah, my main... Oh yeah, my topic is, uh, and I hope I'm wrong. I like this is me saying that I believe this, but I want to be proven wrong. Poetry sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't know your major when I thought of that. Marie, uh, how do you feel about poetry? Well, I study literature and creative writing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that ahead of well, time. She starts thing. dropping slam poetry on me right now to shame you. Well, so, little does she know I got second in seventh grade in a slam poetry contest. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so she barely beat me. Style, so. <laughs> no. Oh, um, well, I took a poetry class this year, and I will say... <laughs> Uh, I'm about to win. I think sometimes <laughs> it's really great. I absolutely love like old English poetry, but that class definitely made me realize that not everyone's a poet, and mm. that's okay. I'm not. So yeah, <laughs> I will. I will say I want to be wrong because I think they're like okay. I thought about this all day because I was trying to come up with my like <laughs> debate, and when it first came to my mind, I was appalled that I would have that opinion be so anti culture. <laughs> but in well, my mind, don't worry. I can Marie's get, really the only cultured one here, right? I can get as much meaning out of a quote from someone. So I, I feel like the appeal of poetry as an art style is one the conclusions you can come to from it and how it can like change your perception of something. Yeah, or it just sounds cool. Those are like well, the two like things rap? I do like. Rap. Okay, I think I personally view rap like. Kendrick and No Name, Some of Chance. Mm-hmm. I feel like that is borderline poetry. A lot of it feels like spoken word sometimes. Yeah. And so I feel like it really depends. Like, I feel like it's like reading and books in the sense that, like, you just have to find what you like because there's so many different kinds. Um, so, yeah. I feel like it's so nerdy for me to even cult? have this take. But so remind me, what were the two purposes you gave there? One is to like, have your perception of something changed or two, it just sounds cool. Okay. So when I think of poetry, the main like good thing to come out of it, the purpose behind it that I feel is emotion. Mm. Like that to me feels more significant for a lot of poetry. I'm not, I'm not going to act like I <laughs> read poetry in my spare time or anything. In my day, but daily my- poetry email that I get. <laughs> which yeah, but from the dope. newsletter I get each week. But, <laughs> Like yeah. from when, you know, when we had to take English classes in yeah. like high school and junior high, middle school and stuff, emotion felt more of the thing to me in a lot of poetry than it did the mission or sounding cool. Mm-hmm. And I think that, I mean, I'm an emotional person. Typically, I love movies, shows, anything that, that'll mm-hmm. kind of get me worked up and, you know, make me feel something. Get me worked up. So, like, but, but, <laughs> so I can feel something. <laughs> Feel something. Football in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. I feel like no, yeah, the emotion sense. behind it feels more poetry to me than. That's fair. Yeah, I think being able else. to relate to emotion and like seeing someone else has a similar experience and that they mm-hmm. feel that way too is also like a big draw of poetry. For mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, my struggle is I want to like poetry, but to me, I would just. 
Which, that's weird, even that sentence. <laughs> I'm happy that you admit that you don't like it, and you're not one of those people that's just like, I should like it, so I'm going to like secretly yeah. like What's, it, Okay, like you're like saying See, that's you, the thing, you'd like to be I someone that likes that. poetry. Uh, what step no, have I you wish taken I any steps? No, oh, you wish I, that I wish you had I did. a desire to strive to like it? Somewhere in there. I don't I know like what part of this like process I'm... I feel like rap... I feel like you like... I feel like rap is poetry, in a way. So that's what I was about to say, is I feel like... I'm on both sides of the spectrum. Poetry somewhere in the middle, and I just can't get myself to enjoy it. Oh, where on one side I like doesn't have CGI. <laughs> okay, where on one side I like quotes and stuff. Like I love hearing a good quote. Big throw pillow guy. Yeah, big throw pillow guy. Or on the very other side, I like rap, and so it's like where some of the in between of what that would be, I don't like. But maybe flash poetry. What's up? Like. Uh, like flash stories and flash poetry are they're like 10 words or less or like Ooh. it's like very short poems it's very big for us zoomers in the room. <laughs> we're all zoomers oh is that like our That's version generation of- z <sighs> zoomy we zoomies i have no clue on any of the generation stuff 96 is the um my thing is it's just so stupid (laughs) who cares (laughs) poetry no i'm talking about generation like what generation you're in like yeah 97 for life we should go by years 97 97. 98 gang come on i feel like 2001 is just like people have a bad like the space it it wasn't the best year well it wasn't the best year so people kind of good year for space bad year for there's a blimp in space. Some things. <laughs> good year. Blimp. That's bad. I would say oh, like... That was a banger. No, that was good. A pet yeah. peeve of mine is the peop- everybody that's like, yeah, the generation below me is so lame. And it's like everybody thinks that. Like it's not like dude, a hot... everybody thing. sucks. <laughs> I hate people. I yeah, dude, they're the worst. Like, oh, wait. Dude, uh, I just, in general, every, I think 90% everybody of people are buddy morons. I can't tell if this is like a bit or like... Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm kind of serious. I, I think this is a bit. I'm a little like, serious. I love everybody, but also we're all bad. I just say when people act like that's like their... Per- like, oh yeah, like I hate everybody. I think more often than not, people are morons. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, uh, my debate. <laughs> That's for you moronic topic. listeners. <laughs> so where do we you fall? Poetry's me. lame. So I, th- I think so. I mean, I think I at least I had one out. Of, I think <laughs> one out of every five people at least are morons, and I don't think any of us are. Yeah. So I, you, the listener, I wow. feel like we're all I'm morons. Pretty moronic. I think he's going for a joke there. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, maybe it's I'm very the <laughs> Uh, Jonah. Okay. So, women commentators. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that was so anti-ethical. I told her not to do that. No. Uh, okay. This is kind of like, I don't even know how to describe it. This is almost like something that's a pet peeve of mine, but it's not a pet peeve. I guess that's how pet peeves work. Peeves? But Spoiler. I, I was thinking about that. I think, personally, Chaos. I think if you're like in the car with people and you take a phone call for more than a minute, unless it's an emergency, that you're rude. Oh, oh, mm. I'm with you there. I hate I it. I agree. And I think that texting and call and t- picking up phone calls, like if I'm hanging out with people and somebody calls me, it is always a message that says, can you, like, is this important or mm-hmm. can I call you back? Because, like, unless it's important, like, I'm with people. And I don't know if, like, maybe it's, like, everybody thinks that, but that's not how everybody acts for sure. And then, like, I also hate, like, not calling out anybody in particular, but there's a few people in my life, and you know who you are, yeah, that this just call me they're... all oh. together way too much. But, like, <laughs> you just don't need a call for everything. 
This isn't yeah. you know, this is actually like four or five people. I could just just don't call mm. all the time. Yeah. But I guess that's not very debatable if you guys all agree. Oh no, I can't stand it. There the exception would be something like one, if you know you're gonna have a call, like and you're like, All right, I gotta make this call at some point and you tell like tell people beforehand, especially if it's like a long drive, mm-hmm. unavoidable at that time, like you can clarify beforehand, yeah, that's perfectly fine. Or if it's like I guess an authority in the car. Like, if I'm riding with pops in the car and he's authority. and he hops on the phone for a work or something, um, I get for that. Something with the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, so if it's my dad, yeah. he can do whatever he wants. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's if absolutely it's fine. A peer. If it's a peer, oh man, it's equivalent to me of someone that doesn't know when to stop asking questions in class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Uh, the only, because I'm totally with you, the only line that I draw is when it's casual hanging out. So when you aren't mm-hmm. purposefully going to do something or there's not an event, like like Luke, if we were to watch just Sunday football, NFL football all day, like I wouldn't feel super bad taking a phone call, leaving the room. doing like, like One caveat I would say is I really hate it when it's in a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like no, you're riding fair. a car to somewhere. It may not be important at all, but like don't pick up the phone and talk to somebody for five minutes if there's two people in the car. No, I totally agree. But the only reason I would see that a phone call is okay, if it's not something obvious, is if it's a casual hang and there's a lot of people there and it's like, you're just hanging out doing nothing anyway. Yeah. Then I it's guess like, I eh. disagree with you, but I see where you're coming from for sure. Yeah. I've never thought of that, that car taking a call. The car thing bothers me. That's definitely mine. Because then it's just like, okay, like, like if I'm in the, if somebody calls me in the car, like, I might answer and I'll just be like, all right, I got to go. I'm in the car. Yeah. You'll be really short with them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, body bag, Jonah. You call me short or unless <laughs> no. Oh, wait, hold on. Unless I can include unless it's like a, a link. Like like if if the person in the car with me also knows that person, then what, you it's put a, it on speakerphone. Yeah, and let it's them an easy way to, to include everyone. But I hate when people do that and you're not like super close with the person. Yeah, and they're like, I don't weird. care to talk to this person. I, hate I don't need to be a part of this. to talk to someone. So my brother, and my dad it goes call back me, to me hating people. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> my brother, and my dad call me all the time, like all the time, and I I love it, Kate. If you're listening, I really do like love talking to you. But he'll like call me. <laughs> but please stop. No, no, no. It's great. I'm. For the like, love of God. <laughs> Cade, Cade will call me and I'll answer and throw it on speakerphone so that Mel can talk to Cade as well. And like if we're just hanging out watching TV or whatever. And we like really enjoy that. Partly because Cade's <laughs> just so funny. But I'm being Aww. legit in everything I'm saying. But yeah, if you're anyone else and you call me, don't call <laughs> Please again. Please do not. <laughs> can I throw this one more thing in super, super quick? Yeah, super, super quick. Go okay, for it. so... The other Cassidy's day, here. hello, Cassidy. hi, Cassidy. Like a couple episodes ago, Will threw out Turnpike as like a small band, and that was just the dumbest take I've ever heard. My, <laughs> there's they, they play it like Red Rocks. They play it like there's some. What's Turnpike? Turnpike Troubadours. You don't see, know. They, I don't know. I've never you don't heard know. Of that. See, they are small. I don't either. <laughs> I've never heard. No, I'm with you. Okay, yeah, like they literally play like Red Rocks every single year. They're not What's, small. It's in Colorado. Like one of it's the biggest crazy venue. venues and. It's really sick. Is that Maybe the one you told wise, about me? It's just told me about- iconic. Yeah. Anyways, we can move on. <laughs> yeah, let's not. Yeah, sorry, William. Just had to put him in a body bag. Now I'm the host. <laughs> Zip. And that was the body bag. And uh, Jonah will be drafting for Will today. And we're going to go ahead and hop into our draft.
sorry. Welcome in to Cassidy's the draft. here. Cassidy, you want to say hi? Hi, everybody. Hi, Cassidy. Oh, I like your makeup. Thank you. <laughs> We're going to the Hog basketball game after this. And, uh, you know, we live about 15 minutes away. Tips in 15 minutes. Tips in 15 minutes. So it's going to be one heck of this. a second half. Um, <laughs> that's going to be fine, though. We are drafting today Harry Potter Battle Royale. So we're going to be drafting Harry Potter characters, uh, movie books. I mean, some of them Can could we agree be deep based cuts. off the books. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Uh, so if there could be, there's some book characters that aren't even you know really in the sh- in the movies. Like there's some that are completely mm-hmm. omitted oh, yeah, I have or does not brought up. So. Maybe that goes over your heads if you've only seen the movies. You but poser. Yeah, you. Sorry, Jace. You'll We're figure gonna it gatekeep out. the hell out of this. <laughs> you want to enjoy Harry Potter? No effing chance. <laughs> read the books. Me. No. Grow up. <laughs> Learn to read. There's no way. Um, so Harry Potter books. We're going to be drafting Harry Potter characters. Battle Royale. We did decide that we could draft some creatures. From the Harry Potter Specifically world. Specifically creature. But, but ones, yes, only with names uh, is kind of a caveat there. So I have the first pick. Boo. And then it'll go Jonah, then Cole, then Marie, and reverse back for a snake draft. Go Marie, Boo. And then, then Cole, then Jonah, then me. I do have a list of people that I think you're going to pick. I just want to see if I'm Okay. Well, I'm starting it out. With Albus Dumbledore, there are two. Frick. There are two. <laughs> there are two directions here uh, that I considered going, but I am going to go with "quote unquote" the only wizard Voldemort ever feared, Albus Dumbledore. Crazy powerful. Um, obviously, I mean, y'all. If you know Harry Potter, uh, which if you haven't turned it off at this point, I'm sure. I'm sure you know who Albus Dumbledore is. If you know him, you love him. If you know him, you love him. He's a baller, Albus most powerful Ryan wizard Wolfric ever Crystal to exist. Dumbledore. So I'm taking Dumbledore, easy 101 for me. He's kind of a gamer. thought you said you debated it. Also, some, yeah, <laughs> there, there are two people in consideration, but I will say for the movies, there's one thing that I think is a little off about Dumbledore in the movies that they missed is he's very kind of whimsical, kind of just goofy guy. The first mm-hmm. one is, yeah. In the movies, the first two, the first two movies have he one seems like he has no brain, right? Yeah. You don't. Well, that get guy's that, about to die. You don't get the sense of this all powerful, like most powerful wizard in the world. You see a frail man, a man in the first two, and then the last ones from the third on doesn't seem like the fun Dumbledore that right. you get in the books, but you get that sense of also power. Also known as Fun were you about to do that? Yeah, yeah that, 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 that seemed like an obvious one. So I have Fumbledore, and he is going to be leading my team. It sounds like he's bad at holding a football. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you, it's hard in the rain. So, Jonah, you are now on the clock. Oh, I thought it was a third pick. No, no it, it goes, goes this the other. Oh, okay. Does that change everything? Well, it wouldn't be. No, good. it doesn't really. Well, it kind of does because now I have to go with somebody. In, okay, anyways. Um, hmm. That really does kind of change things, but I guess now I kind of have to go Voldemort. Yep. Uh, can we? Nobody can draft Tom Riddle. No, that's just stupid. <laughs> Let's just not do that. What about the book? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm the diary. Uh, 
I feel like it's kind of a bummer because I just went right after Luke and like obviously Dumbledore over Voldemort. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, it was also Voldemort versus everybody. It took Dumbledore and everybody else to take him down. And I would just say like, yeah, Voldemort's obviously kind of like the OG beast. He has uh, a whole world that is too scared to even say his name. Yeah, like <laughs> he he kind of is running the show there. Voldemort is ball <clears throat> like. I felt like I had to take Dumbledore, but I wanted to take Voldemort. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. in their battle, like, it's always like a good battle too, but also it's not prime Dumbledore either. Yeah. <laughs> I also think in Battle Royale, basically, we're building our team of four, and they're going to fight to the death. Uh, and, you know, Dumbledore, all these wizards, we could draft some on the good side that have never, you know, we've never seen use kind of dark magic, and maybe that opens up in this fight to the death where, mm-hmm. you know, either use it or you die yourself but voldemort obviously has much experience with the dark arts yeah and he can he can fly the like, dark yeah that, he's kind of what OP. is that yeah well they uh, they don't like give the detail of it but i remember harry's like he can fly and they're like okay harry <laughs> you just don't see the nimbus 2000 under his cloak yeah it's not a clean sweep <laughs> cole you are on the clock Dumbledore and Voldemort are off the. I can't believe I can't believe it. To be honest, I thought no, obviously. Hermione. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take Hermione. <laughs> no, I'm not. Um, I'm gonna Ray. take Bellatrix. Oh, uh, kind of. I was between a few different people, but They're going value. <laughs> <laughs> but going also toward the dark arts in hopes that maybe the good, the good guys can't use the dark arts. I think Bellatrix is brutal. She's psychotic. I've always mm-hmm. so Jace her. has a dog named Bella, and it was always a bummer for me when he got <laughs> when he got Bella because I always wanted to get whenever I got a dog of my own, I wanted to get a female dog, and I would name it Bella, short for Bellatrix mm. Strange because she's baller, so messed up, tortured Neville's parents. <laughs> I was about to draft Neville's <laughs> parents, but now you know I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> great pickle. Yeah, that was good. Um, okay. I can't tell if you guys are being truthful. No, that was on my list. Um, <laughs> How far down? <laughs> I had to scroll a little bit. Marie goes, <laughs> okay, I'm taking Grindelwald. Yeah, yeah, that was the clear third pick. Because he is the um, formerly friend slash more with Dumbledore, um, who Debatable. basically they were both like friends and incredibly powerful wizards, but then... Um, he kind of started to have different views um, on muggles and magic, and can't say that, Marie. Became, <laughs> you know, I don't agree with his political views, but he's pretty cool. I mean, he's almost on. I mean, I drafted Voldemort. Like, we're not doing this. Isn't for a political <laughs> fancy, right, no. you know? <laughs> but super cool. Um, he has frosted tips, s- played by Johnny Depp in the new movies. Well, he's not anymore. Moving on. Justice for Johnny. <laughs> yeah, Wait, thank what? you. <laughs> He's Wait. actually not. They're getting a new actor for it. Who? I, I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe that's fitting. After Brokeback Mountain. Okay, anyways. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, because Grindelwald and Dumbledore were... You missed the suicide Ca- talk earlier. Okay. Oh. Ca- Cassidy, you can't make one-off remarks here because no one can hear you. I'll repeat them. And so if we respond to you, it's we're responding to Cassidy air. goes political. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what she sounds like. Sits up, All sits right. her Budweiser. Well, <laughs> I got Grindelwald. Also, like... No, okay, go ahead. 
You have another pick? Oh, right. Snake draft. Alrighty. Okay. So <laughs> this is why we explain it. I am taking Antioch Peveril. Who is? Okay. Does anybody know? Wow. Peveril. She's challenging. Is this? Ignatius is a sibling of them. Okay. Ignatius. Yeah, you know who I'm... T- yes. Oh, you're with the... The original, the original owner of the Elder of the Wand. Right, but... Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming that as the original owner of the Elder Wand, they have He's the very wise. Okay, I agree with that, but I also will assume that as the... At the time of Vold- or Dumbledore's full power, he owned the Elder Wand. Voldemort so, owned it. <laughs> so anyone that had it... Still, we'll get it. I'm so we'll have the older multiple one. elder wands out there. I Wait, think. okay. So what's happening? Does does Antioch everybody have everybody the has the elder wand? Yes, Antioch <laughs> Wait, does okay. Have it. Can I change it then? Because if he's not the only one with the elder wand, I don't know anything. Well, about how him. did he think that was going to work? Did he think? Because Dumbledore with, right, has okay. the one that he you know has, what? which is the elder. He's wand. still a good wizard. I'm going with Snape, that. and that's that. That sucks because that was my pick. Mel is texting me. I need you to come get a spider in the bathroom. Please come home. And I said, I'm a little tied up. And she said, aren't you supposed to be done soon? And she said, I'm going to tell Luke. <laughs> uh, sorry, Mel. Hope you can handle the spider. Yeah. I'm super bummed. I wish I hadn't said anything <laughs> because Snape was, Snape. I wanted to snipe very bad. Wait, who'd you take? Sorry. Snape. I was reading that those texts. Severus Snape. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. <laughs> Dang. After you'd I'd written, 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 written down Snape <laughs> when you went with your original. Okay, well, okay well, at least I wasn't going to get him anyways. Yeah. I think I just went with Pyrrhol for the cool factor, but it backfired. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we could tell. But. I was like, anybody know? <laughs> I'm going to take Minerva McGonagall. Is that who you're actually taking? Yes. Okay. Okay. She's I, a can, yeah. I can tell if you're moving on. I, but it's such a cool name. Snape you got to say it that way. The, uh, Minerva McGonagall. All woman team for you? You should get Molly Weasley. I'm so progressive. <laughs> hey, as long as they aren't like announcing any sports, we're probably good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Snape was very high on my list, by the way, Marie. Minerva. And obviously, it was very high on Jonah's list. Minerva McGonagall was on my list. How many of these picks so far can turn into a cat? It's a pop quiz. <laughs> Wait, I wasn't. I can't. Who else has been? At least picked? one. <laughs> Dumbledore, Voldemort, Bellatrix, Grindelwald, and Snape. And then and McGonagall. Absolute boss. I, I don't know. My, Mel? Just my McGonagall. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. your accent was another one. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, no, none Minerva. of those ones can. <laughs> um, okay. I'm really bummed because the way that this draft has gone has forced me to draft two people I did not want at all. Do we have to think of like the dynamic of the team at all or no? I'm considering it. I'm definitely considering it. I have no consideration of it. <laughs> But, like, you don't have to consider well, it in the sense that, like, you don't have to take all evil people or all good people. Like, well, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all women. Work, but. <laughs> like, Bellatrix and McGonagall aren't going to get along. Because they're, all, well, they're all going to be evil. If they're all trying not to royale. die, I think they'll figure it out. Okay. They, they put aside their differences. You're right. To survive. Oh, if that's the assumption. <laughs> but there's, like, a. There, it, there could be the idea of, oh, you want a clear leader and you don't want to take. Yeah. Three alphas and have Strategy. a power struggle. Well, I'm know. saying like I have Voldemort right now, and I don't really want to take Harry, but I feel like I have to because <laughs> I know don't like everybody's gonna be like pretentious and be like, "Oh, that's such a boring pick," but like he's like power wise, this is where he's at. Like he's okay. He's better. I mean, mm-hmm. he's better than can we talk about that? I feel like without I mean, just Lily's quite... protection love thing. 
What is Harry? Why did you just disregard <laughs> I mean, the Harry. love thing? That's like well, so much of it. Was that like the biggest plot point in the first so, like five books? So like, here's the thing. Okay. Well, if you're listening to this, you better not be worried about having anything Harry Potter spoiled for you. Jonah basically took Voldemort twice. Because a big part <laughs> okay. of Harry, what made oh, are we le- counting the Horcruxes as? Well, I'm no, but like snake. legitimately, what makes yeah, Harry such a powerful wizard is that he has the soul of one. And of the most so powerful Voldemort wizards. will protect him, so it makes a team dynamic right. work. So I'm taking Harry Potter. <laughs> Beautiful. Except right. he doesn't know that Harry was a Horcrux. Oh, but he knows now. He's knows learned. Now. Now that he's, I, I drafted baby Voldemort, by the way. I, I was like misshapen baby that. Voldemort. That thing is so terrifying. <laughs> okay, so Jonah has the oh. the, one, the two most boring, the most two most boring picks because got screwed. Okay, well I, so another thing to Harry's credit because when I first thought about it, I'm like, okay, I don't want to take one of these kids. Like literally, Harry's pro- not nearly as powerful a wizard. An actual spell casting or anything is Dumbledore or Voldemort. But we do know at the end he becomes an Auror. And his fights uh, Dark Wizards. I mean, and he just overcomes. Like, he's that guy that he just overcomes everything. Yeah, yeah, and he is resilient. I am also going to take an Auror. And I'm going to take Mad-Eye Moody. Yeah. Uh, he is... You're about to get one up so hard. <laughs> Oh no, Barty, Barty Crouch. Crouch Junior. Junior. Uh, <laughs> Who are you, guys? <laughs> man? My wife has a spider. I gotta attend to. Speaking of, no. yeah, I thought about I that. I about thought that. about that. But Mad Eye Moody, honestly, it's funny because what you really think of a lot of time when you think of Moody is you think about the Barty Crouch Junior who captured him and turned yeah, it overpowered. Well. Yeah, but. Man, I'm Moody, very, very powerful wizard, and a little bit of psychotic in him. He knows how to think like a dark wizard, uh, which is why he was such a good Auror. And so I think him and Dumbledore work very well together. It's a good dynamic. So I have a question here on what we're counting as a named Mm. character. I mean, I'm I think fine you with this. We'll because I'm yeah. thinking uh, uh, Slytherin's monster. The Basilisk. The Basilisk? <laughs> yeah, I'll allow it. No, I, uh, <laughs> the well, Basilisk doesn't have a name, therefore. Because okay. there are yeah, other she Basilisks. Actually makes a good point. That's like a species. It's not like a, its name. So true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that. Okay. Well, I'm going <laughs> to. Fine. I'm going to take. Mr. I'm going to take one with a name I'm, that might even be better. I'm going to take Norbert. Dang it, that was yeah, mine. Yeah. I'm taking no. Norbert, who is Hagrid's dragon. Ah. He Obviously, we see him when he's actual a child. <laughs> is, he a, is he a Hungarian horntail? Uh, Norwegian Ridgeback. Right. Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. No, oh, that makes sense. Or actually, is it Norberta? Norberta, yes, they do. Once misgendered. He, yeah. Him. Nicole's face here. He doesn't know what's happening. Now we know about Norbert. <laughs> Norbert uh, was a baby dragon that Hagrid won, raised him from an A. One. Yeah. In a from poker a game from. from oh, wait, that was the. Cornivorous Quirrell. Cornivorous Quirrell. Yeah. Yeah. To get information out of Hagrid. Um, and then sent off with Charlie Weasley to get trained up because Hagrid couldn't. Keep on to him, hold on to him. They found out it's a girl, Norberta now, 
And I just drafted a dragon. So there we go. Beautiful. Uh, is it? I'm torn. Uh, there's one. Yeah. There's one wizard Wait. that I was really considering. Um, we'll see if he gets back. But I also have a banger last pick that I'm saving. Wait, how many? So we'll see. How many? Four. Four, Four picks. So we'll see. I think there's one really strong wizard out there that we'll see if Jonah takes him. I don't know. Your pick. All you, Jonah. Oh, like I won't? Well, Jonah has the next pick. Oh, okay. And also you would never. I'm going to take right. this one just because he's an absolute beast and not because we oh, may necessarily be like the most powerful because, okay, there's also like Neville? all the founders that are absolute beasts. Um, right. I'm just going to go ahead and go with Sirius. Okay. Um, which... Yeah. Ugh. I mean, he's a badass. He He's another one. I have two different people that have had the entire world against them, and they couldn't stop them for a significant amount of time. Yeah, that's true. Is he a badass, or is he just a dog? <laughs> I mean, the Let's Dementors can still, can still see him when he's a dog, because they're Dementors. But can, a, can you suck the soul out of a dog? I feel yes, like they're too Maria, happy. Otherwise, he would literally just turn into a dog yesterday. every time. too happy. I think he's safe. Okay, yeah. I'm going to go serious. I'm going to move no, Serious is a baller and i think that's one i think the movies did well and you you can see some of the darkness i feel like i know who you're taking with your last pick but i won't say i don't think you do well hopefully it's it's not dobby (laughs) who is my pick is it actually yes actually dang it that was my last pick that's a great pick yeah dobby's an awesome pick because he like doesn't have to thing is follow the apparate what no elves can apparate no, I know, but, okay. but everyone on the list. He, he's like one of his biggest advantages is he can apparate where most people can't. What oh, is? Yeah, but most what people were drafting. Other can. benefits of Dobby outside of the absolute. Absolutely, he's small, small target, and he's loyal. He's loyal. <laughs> the the Dobby is a sock now. Going to be my Ride last pick, and die. Dobby. It's just a different brand of magic that elves have that we I'm don't really, really know. Like. <laughs> we don't really know the exact Spew. parameters of it. <laughs> I know that he got killed by a knife. (laughs) But it's one of those things. Not in this world. No, he was locked in as my last pick. Um, He was actually going to be my first pick before I started doing research because he's an absolute beast. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, elves have a different sort of magic that we don't know the full extent of, but it's almost because we don't know the full extent of it. Like they may be powerful. Bobby's not going to do anything about it. Yeah, I think it's. I, I love the pick. Winky was the obvious pick. <laughs> creature. Creature. Okay, Marie. Oh, I mean, I'm creature. You have two back to back. Oh, yay. Okay. Cool. It's like, you got to get it rolling. Here we go. Um, I don't, I my really wife gotta keeps the, texting. I really got to kill okay. the spider. Um, so my first one is Merlin. Um, Merlin. Obvious Merlin. reasons. From Nemo? Yes. Um, and then my final one is... Minions of Mordred. Is Fox the Phoenix. Oh. I mean, your team is about to get crushed, but they'll be pretty sick. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't take the Basilisk. What? Really? You feel like my team's going to get crushed? Grindelwald, Snape, Merlin, and Fox. Snape's a badass. But healing powers. Yeah, but when you, when you get instantly killed, that doesn't really help that much. But here's the thing. Can Fox die? No. Did Marie just draft an immortal bird? Does she win by default? Who can heal people? I don't know. Actually, I kind of think they can because I know that like, they rebirth, but I think if they just like actually just get marked, they just die. 
I think there, so, they always come back. Okay. They're a phoenix. That's what a phoenix is. Okay, so if they have children, then Wait, the world's why screwed. Wait, why would the whole... <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, the whole world would just be, be full of phoenixes. <laughs> natural selection. So I guess they... They have to be able to die. Maybe they have like nine lives. Or they can't give birth. Like, what if there aren't baby phoenixes? That's true. And there's That's like why they're so rare. And there's like three of them. Okay, but there's also phoenix feather and a ton of wands. That seems not practical if they're Well, so not rare. a ton of them. It's one of the, It's the, like the most unique. Can I change one of mine? No, no, Cole. That was so. <laughs> you know the only thing harder than <laughs> being stars. The game started. Right. You know the only thing harder than being a wizard, being a mom of nine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Molly Weasley. It goes with the Molly good. Weasley Bellatrix combo. I guess I have Harry and Honestly, Voldemort. It's undefeated. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, Not you my know daughter, you bitch. <laughs> How dare you steal that car? <laughs> I am absolutely good. good impersonation. <laughs> so, do you know what the most important part of a bank heist is? The driver. <laughs> no, it's the preparation. I've said the driver every time. <laughs> Molly Weasley will prepare your team one hell of a meal. Also, she beat Bellatrix, so. Mm. So, so nobody can counter off, my counter. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with Golgameth. The like head giant. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> he's like the leader of all giants. He's actually not really an not actual, Grop. Yeah, Grop's an <laughs> absolute scrub. Dude, Grop is Grop. garbage. So there is a like Haggard. The only time you really hear about Gogomath, they talk about um, like the Haggard and what's her name, Madame Maxine, go and talk to oh, what a bad uh, the giants and get them all together for the good guys. And they're talking to the head giant, and the only mention of Golgamath is he took the head giant and rips it and ripped its head off. <laughs> but then when this. you see the Battle of Hogwarts, those things are so OP. Yeah, like you can't just evade a cadaver them; you just can't. I'm sorry. You Other can just w- dragon fire them. Yeah, that's the only thing I think that could stop them. But he's an, they're absolute menaces to society, and they're so bad that I'll you say the be- especially because you bring up Gol- Golgamath, and Marie's obviously drafted Snape. Two favorite chapters in the whole series, far and away. Number one is the Prince's Tale, that you know, mm, tells yeah. Snape's backstory, and then my number two is Hagrid's Tale, which is an Order of the Phoenix that kind of tells his yeah. stories of uh, journeying With his out dad there. and yeah, cute. It's a great bit. So I'm glad that none of us picked Hagrid. I was, I thought Cole might Hagrid. Hagrid. I was so close. I mean, who but else has take, a? I'm going to take okay. another one of Hagrid's. Companions, I'm going to take is it his, Fang. Ooh, his blood. No, I'm not taking Fang. Not his umbrella. Like, I would have taken his umbrella. This is who looks at the draft. I'm going to take the bait. I'm going to take Dudley Dursley. No, mm. I'm going to take Kingsley Shacklebolt. Oh, that, that was, that on, was my on my list. list. Not Ginny Weasley. Oh, dude, as no. she is a badass. In book book. She is a badass. Yeah, she is. She can fly. Oh, you she was on so many of these over. lists that I was googling. Did all of them have Hermione at like five? And it's like, okay, I'm sorry. We don't need to push this. Yeah. But Hermione's not a top five powerful witcher wizard at all. Oh, but Ginny Weasley in the books is a yeah, top five I loved him. baddie. Oh, my gosh. She is uh, the best. Ginny Weasley. Incredible. <laughs> Retrapping, recapping our draft. I have... Agrid. I have, <laughs> I have Albus Dumbledore, Mad-Eye Moody. <laughs> I have Norbert Kingsley Shacklebolt. Why'd you yeah. stop? Uh, Jonah has Voldemort, <laughs> Harry Potter, Sirius Black, and Golgameth. Cole has Bellatrix Lestrange. So it's such a good pick. Minerva McGonagall. 
Dobby. <laughs> Damn, how do you get that? And Molly Weasley. I can't believe you guys like I, I do think McGonagall's a sleeper. Thank you. McGonagall's awesome. Yeah. According to all my list, she was pretty high up there. I thought you were going to get And ZZ has Grindelwald, Severus Snape, Merlin, and Fox. Honorable mentions. Who went undrafted here? I mean, there's... A mining. I thought about taking Professor <laughs> Slughorn, getting some potions into I the mix. I thought about that. Who's so the imagine, small professor? A Matt Flitwick. Yeah, he <laughs> was on a bunch Gryffindor. of lists. I had that. Mm-hmm. James Potter list. was supposed to be an absolute beast. He was honestly supposed to be more talented than Sirius. So I Newt's kind of, commander, yeah. because he has all his Scrub. little his little creatures. Scrub. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about... I mean, I thought about taking... And I love Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> Regulus Black, also. I mean, he's like one of the few people that ever stood up to Voldemort. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cedric has some talent, but kind of a scrub. No. Fleur Delacour. No. Talking Barty about Crouch baddie. Jr. He didn't even make it through the tri Yeah, Barty tournament. Crouch Jr. I thought about before. Victor Crumb. Yeah. I thought about Crumb. No too. one can toss the pig skin like he can. <laughs> who's, who's, <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's the, um, the seeker, or not the keeper for... Ireland. Aiden Lynch. Oh, you know what that I wish? Bum. I wish they had made Oliver Wood. What like a deep the... cut. <laughs> <laughs> we just, I don't remember. So me and Jonah would do this game. I know it really started with Rohan Gaines whenever we'd like be throwing a football back and forth to each other. Uh, I throw, I just throw it to Jonah, and then he'd act like he intercepted it and just go, "Oh, Rohan Gaines, take it the other Absolute way." Absolute legend, <laughs> best Arkansas and player. So that time. became our that became our guy of like, I'm like dominating, taking over. Aiden yeah. Lynch, the bum Ireland keeper for a while, was kind of our butt of the joke for. I'm surprised no one took Aragog. Yeah, I thought about it. You get all those little buddies. Cole's shout outs. Yeah, well, the spider talk was making me think of the giant Dude, spider. Speaking of the spider, no I said, just letting you know, we're wrapping up right now. I can take care of that spider. And she goes, I'm out of the tub now. Stay. Sleep there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Sleep on? Oh. <laughs> While you're at the game, I'm just here. <laughs> I better come back to some blanket forts. You know me. All right. Blanket what did forts we learn and today? Indiana Jones. Banger. What did we learn today? You guys are huge nerds. <laughs> I would say, like, this is one of the few things that I'm pretty nerdy about. Yeah. Like, I feel like Game of Thrones, like, I'm not, like, all, like... I'm super nerdy there. I admitted to books, listening... Can't talk. I admitted to listening oh, to, like... Yeah, I've, I've read one of Game of Thrones. I admitted to listening to, like, 60-plus hour fantasy novels, and I was still here, like... <laughs> that was super nerdy. Yeah, that whole thing. Uh, Cole, can I take a guess here? Aragog. Was it? This is the only one that kind of stood out to me. Was it propensity? No, it was. I don't even know if I said it right. Um, Did I I say propensity? Did say propensity. Wait, why are we talking about this word? Word of the day. I say the word of the day in every. It's. It it looks like anti-ethical, but it's antithetic. Antithetical. Okay. How did you get? I kind of think when you said, I said it like, like that, three times because I kind of thought that you were just like mispronouncing. Is it is <laughs> antithetical? Did you know that? No, I thought you were like trying to say like unethical, but we're just completely going yeah. for like anti-ethical. And I was like, that's just well. So weird. it means directly opposite of or so opposed. The main like idea of the. I the probably thesis. said it wrong. It's like antithesis almost. Okay, right? then I definitely used it wrong. But <laughs> I several times just because I was like I kind of want someone to get it because I think I'm doing it wrong, so I just kept saying. That's pretty antithetical. 
<laughs> oh. Whoops. Yeah. I wasn't I guess I wasn't paying attention then. Marie, did you learn anything today? Sure. <laughs> Do you want to share it with the group? What would that have been? We we close every podcast with what did I we learned um It's not gritty until you play football in the rain. That's right. <laughs> yeah. It's not gritty. <laughs> Need a video. <laughs> Luke just did a Fortnite, Fortnite dance. Fortnite. Hit the Adam Scheffner. Oh, I learned about that Scheffner. fact about coherence and how like the script was. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm still like, wow, I need to watch it again and mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, with that knowledge, yeah. It's yeah. super cool one. Well, thank you guys for listening in. This has been the Waste of Time podcast. William, if you're listening to this, we love you dearly. And, oh yeah, it's also could look differently moving forward. We're going to try out some things. So, see you guys. Peace. Peace.